for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello, welcome. Welcome to Living Life. May the Lord bless you as you walk together with Him today. I have a question for you. If you were to die today, would you go to heaven? And then if God were to ask you, why should I let you into my heaven? What would you say? Uh, I know, probably. And then you know the, the answer. The answer is, because Jesus died for me. Well, you know, that's a very, very important question to which that you need to have an answer. Well, if you die today, then would you really, really believe that, that you go to heaven because Jesus died for you? Uh, without a shadow of a doubt, do you have that assurance of salvation? Well, for me, it became a so uh, a, such a certain thing for me when, when I was in high school and a friend of mine shared the gospel together with me. And that was the time when I was so convicted of sin. I realized that I was a sin, sinner that I would not make it to heaven. But, but that's when I realized that Jesus died in my place, that he actually died in my place and my sin killed and he paid in full. And so because of that, there is forgiveness available for me. And that's when I experienced that forgiveness and acceptance. And then because he just died for me, I know that I'll go to heaven. Well, today, uh, we are looking at uh, the passage where so many people that have sinned. And yes, Moses confronted and then broke the golden calf and then confronted the sin of the leaders. And then he was rebuking many others. But then, you know, what was the base on which that uh, God's going to uh, fully forgive these people. And we are going to think about it today, that there is a way that a sin is atoned for so that there is forgiveness. Let's think about that together. Exodus chapter 32, verses 25 through 35. Moses saw that the people were running wild and that Aaron had let them get out of control and so become a laughingstock to their enemies. So he stood at the entrance to the camp and said, Whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the Levites rallied to him. Then he said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Each man strap a sword to his side, go back and forth through the camp from one end to the other, each killing his brother and friend and neighbor. The Levites did as Moses commanded, and that day about 3,000 of the people died. Then Moses said, You have been set apart to the Lord today, for you were against your own sons and brothers, and he has blessed you this day. The next day Moses said to the people, 
You have committed a great sin, but now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. So Moses went back to the Lord and said, Oh, what a great sin these people have committed. They have made themselves gods of gold. But now please forgive their sin. But if not, then blot me out of the book you have written. The Lord replied to Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. Now go, lead the people to the place I spoke of, and my angel will go before you. However, when the time comes for me to punish, I will punish them for their sin. And the Lord struck the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf Aaron had made. Moses um, broke uh, the golden calf down, and then, and then he uh, made people drink it, and then also confronted the sin of a leader. But then still, it was the condition and situation was out of control. And then what does uh, Moses do uh, to restore and then bring not only peace, but then make things right in this situation? And this is something that he does. And uh, verse uh, 27 and uh, uh, 26, he says at the entrance of the camp, whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And then, and then Levites rallied him. Well, among those people that are rebuked and then became convicted of their sin, and uh, Moses, God through Moses is giving an opportunity for them to repent. An opportunity for them to choose to not do what they chose to do before, but to stand with God. And then this time, and then Levites and chose to make the decision to stand together with God. Well, many times God invites you to make up your mind and make the decision to choose to turn from your ways and turn to God and choose God's way. And that's what we see. And then, and this is uh, what the Lord says uh, through Moses to these people. Um, whatever that God tells you to do, do it. And that's the second thing that we need to learn. And then the Lord said, each man strap a sword and then go back and forth and then killing and those people that need to be killed. And that day, 3,000 people die. Well, and what's important is that you and I, when we choose to stand together with God, we need to do whatever that God tells us to do. But this is kind of a shocking thing. And God is telling now these people, the Levites, to go and just kill so many people and that they, 3,000 die. But 3,000 out of 600,000 is a half of 1%. People needed to pay, but then these people were a very, very small number compared to everybody that needed to die. But what's more? Interesting thing is, when Moses uh, uh, broke the golden calf and he ground it down and then made it into a powder and then poured it with water and then made everybody drink that thing. And that's very interesting. It's very similar to in, the, in Numbers where there is somebody that's accused of being unfaithful uh, 
you know, unfaithful wife, and then what happens is they need to come, and then the priest writes and then washes uh, that the writing the law, and then this person drinks and together with the dust uh, from the temple, and then when this person drinks, if the person is a sinner, his or her uh, stomach would swell up, and then. And to really integrate, this person is a guilty person. I think, perhaps, it's my inference, and perhaps among those people that drank the powdered golden calf, and then those people that were instigators, people that were causing others, leading others to sin, perhaps their stomach or their body has swollen up or have indicated in some ways that these people knew who to strike down and kill. Again, this is a little bit on my you know, conjecture. But nevertheless, these people killed these 3,000 people, uh, probably the instigators. But then, that's not all. That's not all. Moses knew there was nothing that he could have done now to restore. And then what he did and 3,000 deaths will not revert back and then bring God's forgiveness. And then he comes and says, God, what can I do among for this great sin? And then God, how can I atone for this sin? How can I make this atonement? And then he says, God, take my name out of the book. If I can die in place of these people, let me die. You know, the book that he's referring to could be either book of living, because they took census, and then they took name of all the people that are living. And when it's talking about that, that means God, take my life, kill me instead. Or it could be book of uh, life, those people that live forever as God's people. And then uh, he may be saying, God, let my life be cursed so that separate me so that in my place that these people be forgiven. Whatever the case, he is putting his life on the line and interceding, God, let me be cursed so that they may be forgiven. And then God rejects that offer. But then, this offering of himself, because Moses was a sinner himself too, points to the perfect mediator that offers himself. God, let the curse fall on me. And then let the sins of these people be forgiven because of my death on the cross. And that's what we see here. The reason why these people, and the reason why and then people were forgiven were because of God's grace, but, but the, it's pointing to the ultimate uh, act of substitution. And then that is because of Jesus' death on the cross because of his sin, his death that atoned 
for our sin, that we are forgiven. And because Jesus died in our place, and that death of a righteous, perfect man was sufficient and good enough for us to receive the forgiveness. That's why that we now do have assurance of the salvation, that we are forgiven. As you meditate on today's passage, that you will again think about the basis on which that you are forgiven. For you to continue to grow, yes, you need to decide to stand in God's way together with God. Yes, you need to learn to do whatever that God tells you to do. But what's most important is because Jesus atoned for your sin, because Jesus died in your place, because of that perfect death, there is forgiveness. Because he paid in full. Because there is a receipt. And because of that, and you are forgiven and you have the assurance. God, we thank you that because Jesus' death, that we are forgiven, that we are accepted. But Lord, help us to continue to grow as people that come to know the great love and great grace so that we may come to become more like you and then also to share these truths together with others. In Jesus' name. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, see